What is up, guys? It is the Blue Bloods here, and we are joined by my guy Rod Green, Tennessee State offensive lineman, former Grambling offensive lineman, was a top 150 offensive lineman in the class of 2021, was a three-star prospect according to 247 Rivals ESPN, consensus three-star. Rod, man, appreciate you coming on the show. Appreciate, appreciate you having me, sir. For sure, man. So let's get to your recruiting process, man. I just mentioned one a top 150 offensive lineman, consensus three-star. What schools were recruiting you the hardest, and what was your overall recruiting process like out of high school? Um, coming out of high school, I had uh, nine division offers. I had uh, 2D2. Uh, I was getting recruited hard by um, really Grambling and Missouri State and Eastern Kentucky was my top three. Um, I ended up committing to Grambling. You know, I like I like the uh, – I like the brotherhood, the family that they, the family like the way they, the atmosphere and how everything was. Um, the fans showed a lot of love and the way you know they would treat me, it was just like I liked it a lot. Um, you know, it was far from home. That was one thing, but like the distance really didn't matter for real. I, want, I just wanted to be focused for real. So coming to high school, the recruiting journey was um, it was up, it had ups and downs. You know, I was just um, really just being trusting the process and trusting where God was gonna put me at. So you know, I just prayed about it every day and um, you know, He put me where He wanted me at the time and. I just went there. And, you know, you you decided to transfer from Grambling after only one season. For you, what were the what were the factors that played into your decision to enter the transfer portal from Grambling? Uh, really, like, um, there was a lot of stuff going on on campus. Like, you know, just being far from home, that had nothing to do with, like, football and stuff. Just kind of just wanted to be, like, it was kind of like safety stuff that was going on. You know, not like a lot of detail into it, but it was a lot of safety stuff going on. Like, not had nothing to do with me, just with people on the outside the campus and everything. You know, and then just being 15 hours away from home with stuff going on like that, you really can't see your family and go back home when you want to. So, uh, you know, I was just like, man, you know, I'm going to enter my name in the transfer portal. You know, and the, the coaches was really good. You know, football part was really good of everything. So, you know, that's what just kind of led to me transferring. Yeah, and, you know, I also want to talk a little bit about, for you at least, what were the biggest differences between your high school recruiting process and the transfer transfer portal recruiting process that you went through? High school, it was, like, kind of going slow for real. You know, I never got multiple offers for real in a day. I probably got, like, two in a day or something. You know, in the transfer portal, I got, like, five offers in one day. You know, and then, like, for as far as, like, Number-wise, I had 91. In transport, I had 26, 27 individual offers. And, you know, a lot of schools start coming in, like, later, later. Um, like, when I was about to commit, they, a lot of other schools was coming in. But it was like, you know, I just uh, had my mindset, you know, um, I wanted to be a part of, you know, Tennessee State, the tradition that they're going on and the, the movement that Eddie George is doing up there. You know, I really like that. And, you know, you kind of talked already about some of the factors that led you there, but what was their recruiting pitch to you, man? When when head coach Eddie George, the online coach, came to talk to you, what were they pitching to you that you could contribute to this program? Coach Eddie George was just like, man, um, he said a lot of Emmy. He, he loved my potential, and he was like, you know, he thinks, you know, he, he played it behind some pretty good linemen, and he was just telling me, like, you know, you look like you can fit that. And he was like, you know, you know, you put the work in, you can get there. You know what I'm saying? Just keep putting the work in, stay humble, and um, keep your head in the books, take care of everything off the field and on the field. And, um, and I feel like, you know, you can you can come here and you can do what you want to do. You know, it's not going to be given. you got to earn it. You know, he believes in hard work. So anything that you get, you know, it's not going to be given. you got to earn it. So I just – I like that for real that he was honest with me in the recruiting process. I can tell he you honestly know, cared. 
it, you know, it's 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 crazy too because I mean, you were on Grambling last year. You guys opened the season playing Tennessee State. For you, man, looking, how bad do you wish you you guys had Grambling to open the season this year? I ain't gonna lie. I wish we played them. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, it would have been a it would have been a good little experience for me. You know, just go against them again. Uh, see everybody I've seen last year. You know, it's a new staff there, so I don't know them. But um, as far as like, the players, you know, against get to go against them, it would have been you know it would have been a great experience for me. And you know, talk a little bit about what what is head coach Eddie George like behind the scenes, and what makes him the guy that is going to turn Tennessee State into an FCS contender, which he's really doing. You guys had a ridiculous recruiting cycle this past all season. So for you, what makes him such a special coach? What is what is his relationship like with the players behind the scenes? Coach Eddie George so humble. It's like he's so cool. You can go talk to him about life and everything, and like he really cares, like deeply cares. You know, like about all his players, you know, and, like, you can always go talk to him in his office, you know what I'm saying? I didn't talk to Coach, Coach A. George plenty of times, not even just about football. We didn't watch NFL film and online, you know, how, what I can do better. And, um, you know, he's just so humble. And just being that type of guy, you know, that's the type of guy you want to be around. He's positive, you know, never a dull moment with him. You know, he's always got his great energy. So, and, you know, I really like that he, you know, it's not just all about football. It's about life, you know, what you can do after football. You know, we – we t- we speak about that a lot, you know. Like we have the thing we have. It's called guts, and it stands for like things that he think like for the team. It's called guts, and it's four. It's G U T S, so it's four different words. And and you know, like Coach George is attention to detail. Like when we're in meetings, you know, he recommends you to have a meet a uh, notebook and a, a notebook out and a pen. You know, taking notes. And every day, like before practice, we we have a quotes that we read, and this is just inspiring for real. You know, and just the hard work, just the dog mentality. He makes you want to work really hard. So, you know, behind the scenes, he just he just a great coach and a great person all around. And last year, man, Tennessee State was in contention for the OVC title late into the season. You guys landed so many high-impact recruits, have a lot of guys returning for you. Let's talk about personal than team. What are, you, what are some of your personal goals for the 2022 season? Really personal goals? Um, I kind of just want to um, – Go in there and, you know, do what I can do, help the team anywhere I can help. You know, uh, I just want to go in there and just help any way, like, you know, around. Just so believe, trying to lead by example. You know, I'm only a freshman, but I want to go in there and just show, like, you know, everybody can do it, you know, push everybody to their limit. And, um, you know, kind of just want to come up All-American tackle and an all-conference tackle, and that's going to keep your taking work. You know, I'm so young, but that's really my goals, you know, and I, I want to get a, a ring. And I'm sure that's the team goal. It, it's got to be getting a ring and making the FCS playoffs. Yes, sir. I I love it, man. And so I know that the I know the the leadership answer is the first game is the most important, and that's the one you're looking forward to most. But we all know what it is. There's always those one or two games on the schedule that you have circled as statement games for you. Which games on the schedule are you looking forward to playing in the most? To be honest, all the games is really important to me, but um. Like, all of them going to mean something to me. You know, we got to win. Uh, I think one of the most exciting games I can't wait to play is um, Jackson State. You know, when we play them the second game of the season. If we play them the second game of the season, you know, I can't wait to play them. Um, you know, a great team and everything. So, when we play them, I just can't wait, you know, to see how that's going to go. You know, it's going to be a very exciting atmosphere. And, you know, everybody's going to be out their seats. You know, it's going to be a sold-out, packed game. And um, also, I can't wait to play um, Eastern Washington. You know, they were in the FCS playoffs. You know, they are really great. You know, a team I have seen uh, in Middle Tennessee. So, them top, them first three games for real. Now, them is back to back to back games. So, you know, I can't wait to play all them and just see how that goes. You know, 
I know it's going to be a great game. Man, I, I'm really hoping Eastern Washington lets y'all wear those blue jerseys because that those blue jerseys on the red turf are going to look real nice. Oh, yeah. So, uh, and, and, and going up there and playing on that turf too, man, hey, if you guys beat them, I believe they've only lost one game in the past two years at home, mm. if I'm not mistaken, for Eastern Washington. That'd be a huge game. And then also the last year, Tennessee State and Jackson State are playing that classic. So whoever wins that game is going to have bragging rights for a long time. But yeah. – Looking at the offensive lineman, I'm a former O lineman. I speak on it all the time on this channel. Chemistry is so important for offensive line. You could have all the five stars in the world. If they don't have chemistry, don't get along. The O lines is not going to work. Talk about spring practice this year, man. How has the O line came along with as many new faces as you guys have? And how has that chemistry building gone throughout spring practice for you guys? I feel like um, we came a long way in spring practice. You know, um, our coach uh, expresses, you know, trusting your brother to your right and your left. So, you know, you got to trust your brother to, you know, just um, make the right play and not overthink. You know, our coach believes in that. You know, he don't – like, you know, you, you, he believes in asking questions. You know, he believes there's no wrong question. And, you know, he has really helped us in so many ways. You know, just as – you can tell that he trusts us. And it makes you want to go harder for him just knowing that you have a coach that, that really trusts you. And, um, you know, he doesn't care, you know, senior or freshman, you know, if you're good, you want to play. So, um, you know, he gives everybody an opportunity to really go in there and, you know, show what you can do and, I feel like we came a long way just knowing the offense and um, really locking in and everything and just, you know, watching film every morning. You know, we'd come watch film and just doing little things off the field, extra work, and, you know, just taking care of your body. And so many stuff is pay, uh, playing a big part in how we're coming along. And I thought we made a good um, a good jump for it, and I think it's going to get even better. And, you know, on the flip side, too, I don't think people understand how much pride O-linemen take when the running backs achieve high levels of success, too, because that's that's on y'all's that's on y'all's back. And you guys have an All-American running back and Devin Sterling coming back. How important is it for the O-line in general to get to to let him lead the OBC in rushing again and be an All-American like he was last year? Man, is that was that one of the O-line goals for this season? It's a very um, it's a very um, it's a big goal that we get a lot of rushing on yards. You know, we want to lead the OVC in rushing. Uh, you know, starting star is good, he's a good running back. You know, all American running back, and you know, we're we're happy to have him as a running back. You know, we want to open as many holes as we can for all the running backs. You know, uh, if we can score every play, that's what we want to do. You know, what I'm saying so. We just really grateful, you know, for our, for star, you know, and the running back. So, you know, it's just a, it's a blessing to have him, and that's a big goal for us to just lead the OVC in all rushing and really lead the nation in rushing. Man, I love it. I don't think if 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 anyone listening has never played O-line, you will never understand the feeling when you get the key block and your running back's going like 60-plus yards. There's no feeling like that no on sir. the football field. No <laughs> and for you, man, looking at your game, which NFL player right now, NFL O-lineman, do you feel like your game models the most? Uh, I'll say Trent Williams, um, left tackle from San Francisco. Uh, I like his game, man. I feel like we kind of play the same. You know, he's he's older and more developed, so of course he's a little bit more faster and bigger. But you know, I, I represent I represent my game. You know, he's I'm real athletic. I can run, I can get out. Uh, I'm a, he's a he's not like a big tackle for real. He's a six four six five tackle, um, slim fit type of tackle. You know, athletic, and that's how I, you know I look at myself as a slim fit type of tackle. You know, six four six five. So you know, I, I really model my game after him. And you know, I watch a lot of film on Trent Williams and. Um, you know, hopefully one day I can get some work with him or something, you know, or get some good advice from him. Because, you know, I watch his film when he played for the Redskins in um, Oklahoma, too, and uh, now he's with um, San Francisco, and, you know. I model my game at them. My number number 72, and he's 71. So, it's you know, it's kind of, you know, 
kind of replica for real, but yeah, that's why I'm out of my game after. I like it. And I mean, I, I believe I've had this conversation once once more on the podcast too. I don't think Trip Williams gets enough credit for where he ranks in terms of all time offensive tackles. I mean, he legit has an argument to probably be top five all time for yeah, his whole Chen career. Trent Williams ain't gonna lie, he's a dog. You know, uh, he does stuff that um nobody like can do for real. I, I watched the film and if they run right, he'll let you beat them type stuff and then yank you by your back and then, like, throw you. So that's, like, rare for real <laughs> to me. So, you know, I, that's who I watched with Coach Eddie George, you know. We watched that in his offense, and we were just looking, like, okay, what did he do this play? And how can you, do, how, you know, get better at this ride? And what can you do? And, you know, just picking at that stuff and just seeing how I can get better at my technique. Uh, man, I love to hear. It. And for you, everyone has that routine they have to go through to get ready to go and ball out in between those white lines on game day. For you, what is your pregame routine like on game days? Man, are you real superstitious, or are you just you're just ready to go from the get go? I'm really just ready to go. You know, I wake up, um, give me a good breakfast. You know, take a shower, brush my teeth, and really just chill for real. You know, and um, listen to music, calm my mind a little bit. You know, um, say my prayers, and I call my mom and my family. We'll talk for a little bit, just talking. You know, when the game comes, you know, I'm locked in. I'm already locked in when I wake up. I just want to calm my mind, not be too, you know, just calm my mind, kind of go with the flow and just, uh, you know, think about the game and how what plays I want to make, you know. And I, I want to watch, watch extra film, just little stuff, just go back and, well, okay, just take little notes be right before I can go. And when the game is there, you know, in the locker room, I like to have my headphones in and just listen to music, you know, just ready to go. You know, we got the pregame snack, we eat that and, just be ready to go and say my prayers again, you know, uh, and I'll be ready to go. I like it, man. And we know how – we both know how, I guess, aggressive and heated it can get in the trenches, man. You got the same probably one or two guys all game long. For you, how big of a part is trash talking of your game, and how big of a trash talker are you, you know, on game days? I really don't talk that much for real. Um, I let my plan do it. You know, um, I believe in – showing and talking so um i really don't talk that much but i mean I, i'll talk a little bit but it's really not a big part you know i believe in um as your opponent like the first play of the game is how you're gonna set the tone so i think your opponent would be more feared than when the person not talking he's just doing it because he's really about his business you know uh you know i like trash talking first try talking i'm trash talk back sometimes i might not say nothing back and just be strong the next play just let him know that i'm there you know i'm in his chest so you know trash talking is a little bit but it's not the major part of my game I like it, man. Hey, it's hard not to trash talk when you're in, on in, in the in the trenches all game long because it it's bound someone's gonna say something. I it, it it never ceases to fail. But for you, man, look at one on one. What is the number one mistake a defensive lineman can make against you? Um, for me, I feel like when a, I feel like I like when D lineman like if a D lineman is out wide, I like that like because it's like I'm athletic, so I know I can get there, you know. So. I feel like being out wide is just kind of like I like that type of stuff. Or if we run to the right and I have a three technique reach, like I like that stuff. Like, you know, I, I know I'm athletic. I know I can get there. So I feel like just doing that, that's my favorite specialty. Like that's what I like to do against the lineman. Just get out for real. I like it. And looking at the pass rush, man, every, every D lineman has their go-to pass rush move. What is the one move that if they pull it out, they, they pull it out, it could be a spin, a swim that you're like, I got them. That move's never going to work on me. I'm just too good uh, at that. Pass rush is really a big thing that me and my coach are talking about like, that I want to get real, real good at. So that's one thing we've really been working on for us, my pass rush, because the run game is already there. So, like, my pass, I can say, like, where a D lineman is, 
kind of want to want to spin when somebody tried to swim because once you put your arm up, I just want to get under your pads and it's like I'm there now. So it's like I try to grab you, can't go nowhere. So I feel like the the, the swim move is really like when I when I like, oh yeah, I got him. I, I like it. that's how I was, but like as soon as you lift your arm up and give me underneath it, it's a wrap. Like as soon as you can g- give up that leverage, it's it's over. But looking at your career, man, this could be in high school, this could be on your team, anything. Who are some of the best defensive players you've had to face? In high school, um, I had two. Um, um, I had two all state tackles I went against every day. Uh, Time on January and. Um, Jack Brown, I went against them every day. Um, really, them was the best D lineman I ever went against, honestly. Um, you know, they helped me get real good. Like, them guys right there, some dogs, you know. Uh, just playing with them guys, and they made the game easier, you know. They made the game go slower. Just every day we competing to get better in one-on-ones and team and, and everything, you know. Just everything. Them guys really helped me so much. Uh, it was an honor to play against them, you know, and just help me get to where I got, you know. And they're, they're going to college, too, both on four rides, so. You know, them guys is really uh really some good good um good D tackles I went against. And as far as now against my team, um I can say I went against a, a DN um this team's called Toledo Whitmer. He's about six four, two fifty. Uh he's a good he was a good he was speed rush for real. He was a good DN. Um and I went against Elders D line. Elders D line was good too. I like it, man. I like, hey, iron iron sharpens iron, and when you have teammates like that that are just dogs, man, it helps. It helps on game day because you never, you always know you're never gonna face anyone better than them on any given Friday or Saturday. But for you, man, what are some of the what are some of your personal goals that you want to achieve before you graduate? So these are career long goals at Tennessee State. Um, I want to become on the dean's list. You know, I want to become a um, a great student first. Um, I want to have a good GPA. Overall, uh, I want to make an impact on the academics. On the academic side, I want to become an um, All-American, uh, um, All-American tackle, um, All-Conference. Uh, I want to have a ring before I graduate. Uh, what else I want to do? I want to say I'll be able to play all positions too. Just you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a reverse to offensive lineman from center to tackle, but in college I never played no center. So that's one thing I want to play. To, like just say I played everything. You know, when the league comes, they can be like play anywhere. So that's really my goals um, in college for real. You know, I want to, you know, get my degree and everything and, you know, have a good GPA. Man, all great goals. And the final thing, man, listen, I already, in my way too early conference predictions, I picked you guys to come out of the OVC this year, man. I think yes, it's sir. Tennessee State's year. You guys are loaded. What are your, what's your message, though, to those who are sleeping on you guys saying that Tennessee State's not, not there yet in the OVC, man? What's your message to all the fans that are sleeping on y'all going into 2022? I mean, you really can't say so much. You know, you just got to come away and see. You know what I'm saying? We got something cooking up, and uh, we know what we're going to do. We know the goals. So, um, you know, the people that are saying that, you know, we can't really listen to the outsiders. You know, um, only the people in the room that's working with us know what's going on and the work that we put in. And, you know, not everybody sees the work we put in. So, you really just got to let them say what they want to say. And um, once that first game comes in the season and once the season get into it late in the season, then, We'll answer all the questions that um, people that's asking, and we'll, we'll we'll be able to talk about this more. Man, I love the confidence. I love the interview, man. Rod, I appreciate you coming on the show, but this is all about promoting the players and everything. So let people know where they can follow you, contact you for NIL deals, any shout-outs or messages you want to give, man. This time is yours. Uh, for Instagram, my Instagram is kidrod1, K-I-D-R-O-D number one. Um. For Twitter, um, Rod Green Zero, so R O D G R E N number zero. 
for any and all ideas, you can hit my DM on both both of them. My email is rodgreen 33 at gmail.com. So R-O-D-G-R-E-N-0-3-3 at gmail.com. And, you know, any NIO deals or any questions or anybody that want to ask me any questions or anything, you know, you can hit me up on there on any social media, on that so any social media. Um, I just want to shout out anybody that's helped me. You know, my mom's that's always been there, you know, just helped me. It's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to everybody, too, that's watching this. Mother's um just want to shout out my family and everybody that's been behind me, you know, and my, my supporters, my, my brothers, and, you know, everybody that's been behind me. My coaches also. So appreciate y'all. Man, I love it. Guys, we are recording this on Mother's Day, man. So happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, especially my mom supporting the show and everything like that, man. Shout out to all the mothers out there. But Rod, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. And like I always say, man, when y'all get that ring for the OVC, I need y'all, I need you to come on here and, and show it off to the people. Let them know you. what you guys have got. Yes, I sir. love it, man. But guys, make sure to go follow Rod on all social media. The bigger his platform gets, the bigger and better opportunities that are going to come his way. And I promise you're not going to want to miss what Tennessee State is cooking up for 2022. So make sure to go follow my guy. He'll be on the show again later this year when they get that ring. But for Rod, myself, and the Blue Bloods guys, we are out for right now. Sure.